Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily communion meditation, where today we're going to be taking a look at a passage of scripture from Thessalonians, where the Apostle Paul says, I was gentle among you like a nursing mother, caring for her young. And we're going to be talking about this idea of gentleness. And for whatever reason, just over the last couple of days, this verse keeps coming back to mind. I once did a, a, a talk with a good friend of mine who's a pastor, and we were talking about gentleness. I like to think of gentleness, sometimes I call it the forgotten fruit of the Spirit. And walking in gentleness is such an important part of our walk with God. Jesus says he's gentle. And as David says, it's God's gentleness that makes us great. It's learning how to receive this gentleness from God, learning how to walk in a gentle way ourselves. There's this balance in life where we have to be bold and courageous and confident, but at the same time be gentle. And so we're going to be taking a look at this scripture today. But when we talked about that, this passage of scripture with my friend, he just brought up this verse. And it just keeps coming back to mind, him talking about this verse. So we're going to read this scripture and take communion over it today. But let's pray. And then we'll go through our filters for today. And we'll get into our time of communion. Heavenly Father, I pray for everybody who's watching or listening, their families, their friends, everybody connected to them, and all of our church and governmental leaders. And I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. And I thank you that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could fight for us. And I keep asking that you, the father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand in heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named. Not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body. The fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us and to make your face shine upon us. Let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive your purpose and grace and your love and your goodness, and to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today and help us be sensitive to those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes and do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders, and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, let's go through our filters for today. These filters are short things that I write at the top of my journal every night. As a way to help me stay in rhythm with God, to stay in his timing, as a way to filter my decision making. I like to start with the big picture vision. And for me personally, that's Abundant Life training centers all over the world, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. Our program, the Abundant Life Blueprint, started about 10 years ago. 
when Proverbs 13, 22 changed the course of my whole life. It says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse inspired me to start creating manuals and lessons and teaching for every area of life. Areas like purpose and health and family and finance, order, time, and community. But when I got started, I had no clue where to start. And so I began to seek after God, began to totally immerse myself in the things of God. And God was so faithful. He began to show up. He began to teach me. He began to train me. And he taught me this whole new way to live. When we make him the center, we make him the source of everything. We learn how to rest and trust in him. We learn how to do things his way. One of those things we'll be talking about today is walking in gentleness. We learn how to walk in the light. When we're walking in the light, we have fellowship with God, fellowship with one another. We're walking in faith and love and forgiveness and humility. But learning a new way to live, it wasn't always easy all the time. I went through some struggles at times. Had to learn to put off my old ways and to walk out a new way of living. And I began to document what God was taking me through and the lessons I was learning. And it turned into a series of books and courses, blueprints, and now partners that we have called the Abundant Life Blueprint. And the goal is to build abundant life training centers all over the world that are implementing these blueprints, thriving communities of people, working together in unity, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. And this year in 2022, our filter has been the year of the beautiful land. In the Old Testament, God told the people he was going to give them the best and most beautiful land in the entire world as their inheritance. And that's symbolic for us of this rich inheritance that we have in Christ. All of the promises that God has given us in Christ. And this year, God's been teaching us to possess those promises, to possess that land, and to hold fast to it by filling up the basket of praise. And we've talked about the example of two baskets on a balancing scale. On one side, you've got a basket full of all the issues and problems that we face. And we could fill that basket up with venting and complaining and pouting, stress, worry, frustration, toiling away in our mind, trying to solve everything ourselves. Or we can cast those cares into that basket and leave them there. And then we can turn around and start filling up the basket of praise. Praising God for who he is, that he's our healer, he's our provider, he's the God of all peace, the God of all grace, he's more than enough. He's our righteousness and our sanctification, he makes us holy. We can start praising him for all the promises he's given us in Christ, and all that we've seen him do for us personally in our own lives. Just looking back, what has God done for you in your life? Spend some time praising him for those things. And as we fill up that basket of praise, it helps us to walk in these promises, to possess them and to keep them. And then this month in October of 2022, our filter has been understanding the times. In 1 Chronicles 12, it says the people of Issachar, they understood the times. And because of that, they knew what to do. They knew the best course of action for Israel to take. And there's a principle that we teach in our program, which is understanding leads to knowledge. When you understand something, it helps you to know what to do. And as times change, the right thing to do changes over time. And I believe the most important thing for us to understand is God's grace. Colossians 1.6 says the gospel bears fruit in our lives. Ever since the day we understood God's grace, 
It's the understanding of his grace that even when we've missed it, even when we've fallen short, he sent us his son to die for our sins. He keeps doing good for us all the time. And it's his grace, him doing good for us continually, that actually changes our hearts when we didn't deserve it. It makes us want to do right. And then we have to learn how to let that flow through us, to do continually good for other people, just like God is doing for us. Because we all have the tendency to maybe snap at people or retaliate at people, maybe withdraw our presence or we give them the silent treatment. But none of those are the way of grace. And when we have that understanding, it teaches us what to do. And then this week, as we go around the yearly cycle, think of the yearly cycle as a 360-degree view of who God is and all that he's done for us in Christ. Different times of the year, different points in the year. Give us different reminders of that. Give us little nudges. Keep us on track. And right now, this is a time of year, late October. Or personally, I found this is a time of what I call miracle transfers, where God often begins to transfer things to us, gifts from above. He opens doors that no one else can open. He makes these transfers happen. We've got to begin to receive them and to walk in them by faith. It's often an opportunity to move to the next level. And as we grow to the next level, it requires a new level of growth. And it's understanding that God's going to be gentle with us like a nursing mother. And then as we're mentoring people, maybe we're discipling people to get to the next level ourselves. Maybe it's our kids. Maybe it's co-workers. Maybe it's employees. Maybe it's people in the ministry. We can follow this example of Paul in the Bible. Let's take a look at the scripture. This is 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 3 through 8. The Apostle Paul says, this is how we know. Oh, I got the wrong scriptures on there. How about that? Basically, the scripture is saying, 1 Timothy chapter 2. I got the wrong scripture up here. I didn't have it right one on here. So I'm going to go by what I remember. He's saying, we didn't come with any deceit or any flattery or any greed. We came, we were gentle among you like a nursing mother. We were gentle among you like a nursing mother. We were, we wanted to, to share our whole lives with you. That's how Paul discipled. He didn't come with greed or deceit or flattery. He was gentle among them like a nursing mother. And then later in that passage, it says like a father, he was guiding and encouraging and exhorting, bringing out the best in them. One of the things God's called us to do is so, Heavenly Father, we're asking for your help to understand that you are doing this for us. You are gentle among us like a nursing mother. You are guiding us like our Father. You are a Heavenly Father. And help us to do that same thing for other people. To let that grace for this that you have to flow through us to other people. That we are gentle among them. We encourage, we exhort, we guide, and are gentle at the same time. And we thank you that the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body, broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's take a moment to remember. God sent us Jesus. He didn't have to, but he chose to, even though we didn't deserve it. And if you would do that, how would he not graciously and freely give us all things richly to enjoy? 
We'd all missed it. We'd all gone astray and God laid upon him the sins and the iniquities of us all. And by his stripes have been healed. He makes us right and holy and perfect in God's sight. All through his one sacrifice. And God raised him up from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places. And he raised us up together with him, made us sit together with him. He made us one with him. And communion is supposed to be a celebration of our union with him. Think of communion, common union. We've been unified with him, been made one with him. And it's a time for us to remember that today. So Father, I thank you for this bread. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup, the new covenant. In my blood poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. And it's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness and transfers us into the light, into the kingdom of Jesus. And he's a great king. His blood washes us and cleanses us, gives us a fresh start in life. We get to walk out this day today connected to God in partnership with him. So, Father, I thank you for this cup. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your juice, you can take your juice. All right, let's talk about some health and fitness real quick. At the end of our communion meditations, we like to talk about how do we apply these principles specifically into health and fitness? Because I truly believe physical exercise is meant to teach us how to exercise our faith. Now, let's take some gentleness into our physical exercise. And I know that's not what the world wants to teach us. The world wants to teach us to just beat our bodies down and pound our bodies with our workouts, but let's take a more gentle approach. You're gonna find that if you are patient with it, you give it enough time, it's gonna produce a better result because you're gonna be consistent as you take a more gentle approach with your body. But I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you'd like to be a part of what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you go to the Abundant Life Training Center dot com.